This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365 day returns. Welcome to the Women's Running Podcast and our 16th workshop. I'm Esther Newman, editor of Women's Running. In this episode, Holly has a confession to make. Do we make confessions in every one of these workshops? Let me know. We start off by talking about shifting our expectations with our running and how that is perfectly okay. What's not okay is pushing yourself so that you're uncomfortable with your goals. These goals are supposed to be rewards for our training, not a stick to beat ourselves up with. We also talk about the bit of cross-training that we're doing and the wonderful yoga with Adrienne. Then the big topic this episode is mental health. We chat about what running means to us both in terms of supporting our mental health and how it has helped us in the past. For both of us, our love of running and exercise wasn't fostered at school, and we both have bad memories of team sports in our teenage years, which I think can have a damning effect on many young and older women, preventing them from continuing sport after finishing school. We manage to find our love for sport, but many don't. Many are still trapped inside that little girl who was always picked last for netball. She is still very much part of me, so it's joyful to be able to share that experience and realise that we're not the only ones, and that one of running's most meaningful benefits is in eradicating the sadness of those PE days, because us slow runners, us wheezy people at the back, it turns out we can run. And you know what? We're good at it too. Podcast listeners get the best discount we have for membership to Women's Running, which is 35% off. That's less than two ninety five a month. And for that, you get our brilliant magazine and you also get loads of money off the sorts of stuff you love, like kit, nutrition and class memberships. Enter WRPod at the checkout at shop.womensrunning.co.uk for your discount. Come and join Women's Running. We'd love to have you with us. Just to, um, along the usual theme of general embarrassment and while we're recording. Yeah. I made a bit of a boo-boo this morning, I realised. And I mm. went through my emails and I, because I was like, I weirdly haven't had anything from Relish Running. And I realised that we talked about signing up on the pod and you were like, do it. And I was like, yes, okay. And I got halfway through my form and I didn't submit it. 
<sighs> which is fine because I went on this morning and they're still accepting people, which was my biggest fear was I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do for the podcast if they're no longer accepting <laughs> people, which is fine. They are. They but are, I yeah. did think up to us to discuss, mm. I was kind of slightly almost relieved and I was like, when I saw that there was a 10k option and that I hadn't signed up to the half yeah what do you think it, this is can be on or can be off the record what do you think I should do because I just want a bit of training advice basically because I went for my long run over the weekend mm-hmm. and I feel a bit like I'm behind because I had a couple of weeks where I had the COVID jab and I had the coil and I didn't know how nasty I was going to feel after those things yeah. and I'm just unsure basically do you think I could do it <laughs> or How should far? I go for the 10k because it's same day so we'd still be racing I'm together. gonna say go with your gut reaction if if you feel much easier much happier going for the 10k option rather than the half mm. then just do that like is it, it, it is supposed to be anything? fun Holly it's not yeah I know to be... that's true that's what I keep reminding myself and I kind of weirdly feel like I've got a bit of beef with 10k after our vitality run that I kind of want to take yeah. it on again and smash it but I also felt a bit like flustered by all of that because we'd been talking about half marathon and that had yeah. been the discussion. Well, look, been... I think, um, well, there's, there's so much to talk about here, isn't there? Cause I think, um, I think I don't, I absolutely never ever want to pressure you. And this, and August the 15th was pulled forward anyway, because we were hoping to do the bath half, weren't we in September. So exactly earlier than we were planning. Um, so that's a bit of a, bit of a crap one to land on you. And no, 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 it was okay. At the time, I fully was like, I'll be fine. And then I think I sort of got two weeks behind because I couldn't run for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then I just worried myself a bit because I went on the weekend and was just a bit like, I'm, I need, I think I need more time. I'm slow. Yeah. But also, I don't know, would it be more, would it be better to run a not perfect half marathon? No, I don't think, no, no, because, well, we're not aiming for perfection, but we're we're aiming for at least being comfortable. And if you don't think you're going to be comfortable, then I don't, you know, you've already done one half marathon this year. You don't have to pile in another one. Mm, I would quite like to do another one potentially as well. Like we, again, maybe this should be off the record, so we're not promising anything, but we did discuss that we might do one in October november time mm-hmm. if we needed to i definitely need one i need a race in after london marathon because otherwise i'll just sink back into doing yeah. nothing so i need something to aim for even if it's a virtual but like you know yeah towards christmas or something yeah um i mean how, how long was your long run I, I tried to do seven miles because that's what i was on on my plan mm-hmm. and i didn't really manage it i think mm-hmm. i did about five and i was like oh dear i'm behind on this and where where, like because i always find that there is a cutoff point in my run where i'm thinking i feel really comfortable i feel really really comfortable Mm. and then you go woo boof and then (laughs) i suddenly don't feel really comfortable i know where that is in a run so in your five mile run what what was your comfortable distance within that before I started to feel my shins are going to break out of my skin. Yeah. Um, I think, well, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because obviously first mile, I always feel gross. I don't know about you, but that's oh, never yeah. my way of judging. Cause I, <laughs> I, I need to sort of get, 
Yeah, what numb. is that? I need to get sort of weirdly numb enough to it that I don't yeah. feel it anymore. <laughs> so first mile is always a bit grim. I'd say maybe around sort of three, four was when I was a bit like, I don't know. I just feel like my confidence has been knocked a bit recently because Vitality 10K, I found really tough. And then I've been keeping my distances quite short since then because I haven't wanted to freak myself out post that. Mm. And this was the first time I tried to do a bit longer than like a 5K. And I just felt that as soon as I pushed it over that distance, I was a bit like, oh, yeah, don't then. Just don't. Go sign up. You sure? I'm so sorry to have thrown a massive curveball this morning. No, I, that's not a curveball. You'll still be racing on the day. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to be unhappy when you're I running. didn't want to be sad. I, I, I didn't think I'd feel it. And then I started trying to sign up again and I was just looking at that 10K option. I was like, I just think that I feel a bit less. It makes my heart a bit less <laughs> when yeah. I think about it. Yeah, just just do, yeah, do that. I mean, a ten k is a long distance. You're running it's, for a long time. That's what I thought. Time. I was like, that will definitely still be a challenge. That won't allow me to sit here and not train. I'll yeah. have to keep training. Yeah. But I think it just will mean that those kind of two weeks that I slightly lost to being able to do much exercise mm-hmm. won't have won't stop me now from no, no, being no. able to. Well, look, I'm going to write a little note here to um, have a look at um, a ten k training plan. Thank you. Yes, sorry, because you've already sent me a half one. Yeah, but it wasn't really, was it? It was just, it I was, was just asking, the, how the many can we yeah. have many weekends can we get away with? Exactly. <laughs> I was just sending you like the length of your long runs kind of thing. There was no kind of plan for the in-betweeny runs. Mm-hmm. Um, let me have a look at the 10K because ideally you'd want to run that feeling a lot stronger and happier than you did with the Vitality 10K. So yeah. let's kind of figure out how you can do that. Um, yeah, so you can... At the moment, you can happily run essentially 5K. That's mm. about right, isn't it? Maybe a bit more. Yeah, and that's my yeah. comfortable. I'd say that's where I can run comfortably without stopping or being or or having a near-death experience. Yeah. And then it's been when I've been trying to add the miles on after that. It's It's just the, it's literally just the last like couple of weeks, but it's just knocked me a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. because my energy levels are just not, I think they're getting back now, but they just haven't been where they usually would have been. Yeah, yeah. It's all been a bit weird and I've been a bit anxious about it. And I think that I think that, that whole thing has been maybe a bit of a blessing then, even yeah. though I absolutely nearly imploded when I realised this morning what I'd done. I think that actually, yeah, maybe that is making me feel a little bit like a knot has undone a bit that I've just been every day that I've not quite been feeling myself during that funny period of COVID mm-hmm. jab coil. Yeah. I was just anxious about the fact that I knew I needed to get back to running so that I wasn't cutting too much into our, into our training. And, but I feel confident that from now, well, from a week ago where I started to, when was it that I first, it was like, it was only Friday, wasn't it? That I first went for a run mm-hmm. since Yeah, that, I think I'm confident that I can build up to a 10k distance from there. I think it was just half marathon distance was making me have slight palpitations. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And I, I mean, it's really weird, isn't it? The goal thing, because it's kind of, it's lovely. Like, it's lovely to have it there to to kind of as a, a sort of dangling carrot kind of thing. But 
if it ends up being the stick rather than the carrot, you yeah. know, then that's not fun at all. And you've I, got to have the perfect carrot, haven't you? Because if it's if it's too big a carrot, mm. then mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's run with this metaphor. Hang on. Okay. I don't it's even like carrot. carrot. <laughs> Can it be carrot cake instead? Yeah. Why would there be a carrot on a stick? I'm not a horse. Know. Yeah. I think yeah. a, a, the, if it's too big a if it's too big a roast dinner, then you're yeah. going to be like, I'm going to feel sick after this. And it's actually not, uh, not exciting me. Mm-hmm. If it's the perfect size of roast dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think 10K might be my perfect size of roast dinner for that 15th of August. But yeah. I realise that that is, yeah, is slightly changing our plans all of a sudden. I Do you know the... what? I don't think it is at all because it, we're both doing something on the 15th. I don't know. I mean, I've signed up for the half. Mm. Um, I um, I have an appointment with a physio this evening. Oh, I know. <sighs> I bit the bullet because I've been having a bit of a calf thing, and mm. I just thought, you know what? It hasn't. It hasn't stopped me running, so it's not like a kind of you know I've not pulled a muscle or anything. But I just thought, you know what? I'm going to try and get this sorted and fixed before I start anything else. And the you know that, that doing that half I really want that to be a nice exploring kind of run because I've never run the two tunnels before so yeah. I'm really looking forward to it and I really don't want to push myself because it's supposed to, for me it's supposed to be kind of in my training for the marathon yeah um so I just want to have it as a kind of a, a as my weekend long run rather than push myself too much and, all, and what I'm also obviously very terrified about is if this calf niggle becomes more than a niggle yeah um, so I am a bit worried about it I've asked Dr Google and Dr Google has been thoroughly unreliable and and can't give me an answer to what mm-hmm. it is because every time I put in small ache you know on the right of calf it comes back with your leg is falling off or you've oh. broken something or and it's like no I haven't it's I haven't. either your leg is falling off or how dare you even ask me <laughs> that there's no middle ground is there with those answers there's just nothing there was just nothing yeah. so um yeah I'm hoping that physio this evening um will clear that up for me oh good luck I'm quite excited to hear about that yeah I'll let you know I'm a bit worried just in case he says that's it no more yeah. I mean, of course you won't. It's just, you know, I think that's, we all become like, whenever we have a tiny little injury, we all just become massive fatalists and catastrophists or yeah. whatever it is. And just sort well, of go, slightly hence this it. whole conversation that we've just had was that I got knocked out for a couple of weeks because of my COVID jab and stuff. Mm. And every day spent during that rather than going, oh, how can I be kind to my body? I was like, how can I get over this extremely quickly? Because I just need to carry on with running. And every day I get weaker and weaker. <laughs> it's really freaking out about it but I think it is a yeah we have to be gentle to our bodies as well but they're not going to turn around and go you can never run again I'm sure they'll just go yeah it's this you need to do this twice a day I'm sure I know but I don't like that kind of physio what I like is the kind of the, the the kind of the amazing physio where they just do something to you and you leave and you're fixed as opposed to do 15 car phrases twice a day for the rest yeah, of your life. Work, and it's like, I'm isn't never going to do it. I came to you for answers, not more jobs. <laughs> <laughs> more jobs. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, so is it a physical thing? Could Are you going in person? Yeah. 
oh that's even more exciting it so is he quite could exciting. potentially just like <laughs> poke you in a particular area and magically <gasps> oh I'm really excited to hear yeah, about it never that. happens like that physio is never like that it's always <laughs> it's not even like exciting exercises is it it's like always really boring ones like really or like our hip ones which oh my god I've been awful at remembering I to don't do, do any of those. I'm so sorry I don't I don't I I never do I I've now started doing um yoga on a Wednesday and now do my yoga with Adrienne and mm. it now works because what I do is I I can do this to you as well if you fancy it but I me and my friend Justina we we send each other um a link to a particular Adrienne video oh, I on a Wednesday that. and we have to do it and we have to text afterwards saying that we've done it and no no longer than a half an hour mm. um and yeah, and last week I did one that was all about hips and lower back. And it was, to be honest, I think it was quite short. Oh, was it hips and last week? I can't remember now. Anyway, um, it, it, it was pretty short, but I remember that there were two or three moves in there that I was like, oh, these are amazing. I will do these every day. Haven't done them. No, well, but brilliant still to be doing at least things like them once a week. I think I, I, I might get on board with you on that. It's Wednesday today. This lunchtime, I will do a yoga with Adrian or after work or something for a nice chill. I just, I love them. They are really. I like the fact that some of them are seventeen minutes long. And me too. That is very, very difficult to find an excuse not to find seventeen minutes, isn't it? Yeah. 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 She just makes me feel sort of lovely and wholesome. She, yeah, absolutely. Pretends to. Have you done the series where she sort of pretends to drink her tea? I have had some pretend tea drinks. Kind of smelling it very calmingly (laughs) into the camera. Yeah. Well, what was quite nice is I talked to Dave about doing it because he he needs to do some yoga as well. And he was, he said, yeah, about how much of the kind of, you know, the the sort of yoga speak do you get? And I said, actually, that's, I think the the brilliance with Adrienne is that you get very little. You get like a a very quick namaste at the end, but there's no blather about no. stuff and unlike in class about. there's no obligation to say the namaste which i don't know about you but always makes me feel a bit strange yeah i don't I really know what i'm saying and no. i feel weird about it. it's a bit like saying amen yeah. to something that you just don't really yeah. agree with or understand that that, it's always that and also doing very um whenever you're asked in a class type environment to do like a an audible breath and you can hear all the British people in the class just going, um, who? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's it. We just don't like sort of bearing our souls. And I believe that's what namaste is. Oh, is it? Something to do with my soul saying hello to yours. Yeah, but I don't, you see, I don't believe in souls. So it does seem a bit like redonk. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. I think it's a bit. You know, for me, you it's a bit like saying, and I'm a Libra. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, like, it does oh, have God. that slight vibe to what it. Is this nonsense? Which, respect to you if that's your particular belief system. But totally. I feel like a bit of a sort of fraud going, namaste, thank you very much. And then going <laughs> home and like having a pint and swearing and watching reality TV or something. <laughs> I don't, It doesn't sit with me. And there I needs to say be a version of namaste that is for people like us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Cheers then. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> well, Bendy, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs>
but I will. That's a that's a good call. I will do some yoga with Adrian today. I've completely. I was talking about this the other day and saying that. Remember, I had quite a yoga phase. I was you did. I was into it for a while, and I do it quite a lot. And I've just not really been fast because I'm becoming a proper runner. I don't care about yoga, and I'm every time so I think about you. it, thank you. I did have it the other day where I was like, I should do some. I think I'm just going to go for a run. That's a bit quicker ah. and just a bit less fuss. <laughs> See, yeah, I love it. Yeah, le- less of that. Stiff as a board, but happier. Yeah, yeah stiff as a board, <laughs> but happier and very stress-free. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> yoga can completely de-stress me. This segues nicely into what we were kind of generally talking about It does, it does. I like today, the segue, yeah. Here we go. I shouldn't have ruined it by explaining the segue. Oh. But um, I think... <laughs> yoga sometimes can really de-stress me but if I'm not in the right headspace for it then I can just lie there only Mm -hmm. thinking about all of the various anxiety things of the day if there's not enough to do yeah if there's too much of that lying on your back with your hands on your belly yeah which is my favorite position but but at the end at the end can (laughs) cause your head to spin a little bit unless you've already been distracted by various things that are upside down if that makes sense yes absolutely I do completely agree and you're right this is segueing into what we were going to talk about today for a little bit which was well just running a mental health really we were just going to talk about Mm. what it does for us basically so can I'm just going to go like yeah go whole what does running do for you and your mental health? <laughs> Let's do it. I know. I know. I know. I know. I am going to be as frank and as open as I can be, which isn't that frank and that open. No, I was going to say as is Britishly possible. Yeah. <laughs> Being as I am a walking closed book. Um, but yeah, <laughs> emotionally speaking. But yeah, I will, I will try to be. Um, yeah. What, what do you like? Yeah, how does it work for you? How does that running mental health thing work for you? I think it took me quite a long time to realise the connection. Because, but I do think I have a bit of a tendency to do that with mental health stuff anyway. I think I kind of go, I'm absolutely fine. I'm always smiling without realising that some that's not always the epitome of whether you are feeling brilliant inside. Um, and I think that, for the first kind of couple of months when I really started getting into running, um, I don't think I thought about it as a mental health thing at all. I thought about it as a challenge for my body. I was kind of interested in seeing what I was capable of doing. Um, and I, I like a challenge. I like things like that. I like ticking off a training plan and maybe because I'm obsessed with people pleasing that that makes me feel like I've done a good job and I get a star. Um, so mm. I, li- I like doing things like that. So I, I sort of realized that it was, it was positive for me in terms of, you know, I felt good about it, but I don't think I'd really made any connection with proper kind of mental health until lockdown really. Yeah. And looking, and I had such a long period of just not really doing any exercise and not thinking that that was going to, just not clocking at all that that might have any effect on me. Mm. And then looking back to that period in when I did the half and thinking that life was a bit more difficult, you know, it's hard work running. It's hard. There are times when it's a slog and it's tough trying to fit in long training runs. If you've got 
other things going on and you've got friends and family that you want to see and you've whatever else um and you've got busy jobs and things but um I think I just realized that despite thinking I needed a long break and a big old relax and no stress and just sitting on sofa all the time I I think it made me realize that I was happier when I was busier and that running was a really big part of that 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 kept me busy it kept me feeling like I had a purpose and a goal and that yeah so just from that kind of perspective and then I think it's only really since I started running yeah sort of post lockdown slump that Mm -hmm. I've realized the effect that it does actually have immediately on my mental health that not just that kind of long goal keeping on track with something feeling like you've got a purpose thing but the the immediate I'm feeling crap I don't want to at all, but I'm going to force myself to go out there and just run a couple of miles around the park or something. Yeah. And that it, it immediately makes my day better. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, sometimes I think it's a bit like, um, like certain supplements, like the, the, the valid ones as opposed to the rubbish ones, but like, you know, you know, the ones that we're supposed to take as women, like magnesium and zinc and blah, blah, oh, blah, God, blah. Oh God, yeah, kind of I don't do that. We're supposed to take. And I always find with those is that it takes two or three months to build up, but you don't notice that. And what you do yeah. notice is if you stop taking them for a week, you no- you notice the, the absence. And then, um, you know, or, or you, if you stop for a month, like with magnesium and zinc and things like that, I think I I know I've completely segregated. I'll I'll come back. Again. No, 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 don't it, worry. I'm quite it, interested. It, it, I, I don't do any of this stuff. There is a metaphor, I promise. And I, I it's just because because um, I take a whole heap of supplements at the moment, and I don't know why it is that I'm doing that, but I know that with a couple of them, and that would be like iron and might be some of the trace ones like magnesium, magnesium and zinc. That if I don't take them for a couple of weeks then my period is worse and my mood really? is worse and things like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But it takes it's it's such a kind of small incremental change that I don't notice it on the way up and I think the same is true of running but and I think that's why lockdown became like such a I mean it was such a big thing anyway but mm. you know such a kind of um it kind of it brought everything to the fore that you in a way we had a bit more time because we weren't commuting and things like that and then um, you know people couldn't get to the gym and so I started doing more exercise mm. but less um less kind of moving around you know so there was less kind of commute there wasn't the school run yeah um there's there's a phrase that I think it's called neat and I can't remember what it what the acronym stands for but anyway kind of just generally that movement had all stopped and so I started doing specific exercise more and when I've tried to pull back on that I realize how much it anchors me every single day that I need to have I've I remember a bloke saying to me about um it was pre-lockdown and I was on a press trip and I remember him saying to me I have to do something every day I have to do some exercise every day Mm. and I thought god that's bonkers yeah you're addicted didn't say that to his face but you know moved away slowly thinking god blimey you know not talking to him anymore <laughs> yeah exactly Jeez. um and now I'm like that mm. and it's not necessarily that I'm running miles and miles and miles because I'm absolutely not but um I've that anchoring of me and my mental health with mm. an early morning particularly it has to be early morning and, and it's either a run or it's the boot camp thing that I do or a bit of yoga like today and it means that mm, I might have one 
proper rest day in a week. Yeah. Um, but, but usually no more than that. And I try, I sort of plot it out so that I know that it's there. And mm. I, and I think the structure is something that makes me feel quite safe. Yeah. I really um, feel like that's a big part of it for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just having, just knowing it's it, like having a training plan is quite nice because then you have boxes and you can tick them and stuff. But, yeah. also, but for me, which, and I don't have a training plan specifically at the moment, but I just, in my head, I just work in weeks and mm. I just think to myself, you know, and I'll, I'll get panicked if we're going away for a weekend, for instance, because that's quite a new change for everybody, isn't it? That you can actually go away. And so yeah. we've got quite a few of those coming up. So I then start to rearrange my weeks and think, right, okay, so like last friday we were going camping mm-hmm. um and that 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 meant that i knew that i wouldn't be able to run at the weekend so i left super early on a friday morning to do 12 miles before working mm-hmm. and unsurprisingly i did 12 miles i worked and then we went camping at about four half four something like that um and by nine o'clock i was just <laughs> I forget the knock-on effect actually just the physical knock-on effect as well as the mental but yeah I just I see it as that I see it as and and I think lockdown for me I've been I've been very anxious from last March Mm. in kind of low level anxiety I don't don't know if it's low level or high level but just massively anxious I think Mm. um really difficult to kind of self-diagnose that sort of thing I was just thinking about it the other day because pre you know 20 years ago or something i would describe i'm going to be very careful with names here i would describe people that showed signs of being anxious as being a bit anxious yeah rather than diagnosing them with having some kind of disorder you know mm-hmm. um so yeah it's kind of i i just want to be really careful with how i'm describing myself and other people now but Anxiety, I think, is kind of quite a, a thing with me yeah. and mm-hmm. stress and, you know, so that definitely and, you know, very, very low periods because of because of lockdown mm. and because of homeschooling and because of all the kind of the, the pressures on, on both sides. So I found running so kind of more helpful than I ever thought it would running a movement more yeah. helpful than I ever thought it would be that it was so to have that thing in my day was so important to me mm-hmm. um and it still is so important to me to do it and yeah and I will and I will notice the difference if I if I if I don't do it and I think like yeah. um there have definitely been like times there are definitely times when I've, I've gone for a run at a weird time of day because I've not run so I, and I'll, and I'll be really snappy with the kids and I'll be really shouty and all this sort of thing. And then I'll say to Dave at three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm just going to go for a run. And he'll be like, okay. It's kind yeah. of unsaid, but he knows. Yeah. You know? I think I just, I'd ne- I never thought that I would be that person that I've got, you know, when you speak to friends or people who are mega sporty and they kind of, yeah, they, they, suggest that that they get stressed or they get really kind of like they're not quite right unless they've done some exercise it's kind of pent up and there I I never thought that I would be that person and I think lockdown really 
I think I had a tendency to kind of block things out. I do a little bit sometimes where I pretend everything's lovely for ages without acknowledging that things aren't lovely. And I think that's what happened for that first bit of lockdown. And that's why I looked back at that time when I first started, when I first ran the half marathon Mm. and felt kind of nostalgic and loved that and missed that structure. And I think because I think looking back at it that was a lovely time but I didn't need it in the same way then and I needed it then and yeah all of those kind of things that I just took for granted like I always used to walk to and from work that was just an automatic few miles that I walked every day and going to going more often to the shops like those periods where we really were not leaving the house and having to get home deliveries and stuff and just all the kind of things that I'm used to doing just not doing any of that kind of normal exercise anymore kind of everyday exercise and I think it really did start to have an effect on me and, and make me feel kind of pent up I'm the same that I think anxiety again uh, not something that's like been officially diagnosed with me or anything. Mm. Um, I've just always, my mum diagnosed me always as a child as a worrier. And that's kind of how I've lived my life ever since. Mm. It's just, I'm a bit of a worrier. But I think as an adult, I attribute that to having sort of periods of of slight anxiety. Mm. And um, yeah, I think at the beginning of lockdown, I was sort of pretending that that wasn't a problem and carrying on with my life. And it's only almost really through starting exercise again that it gives me weirdly at the same time space with my thoughts to realise that that might be happening, but also a complete break from them. I can't, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Like I've spoken to so many women about their running and, and so many of them will say that they, they come back with the answer to the question that they've been worrying about, you know? But an equal amount of them will say it's just it's a break. It's a break from the voices. You know, it's kind of I, I can leave with my frowny big Eeyore face on mm-hmm. and I'll come back and that has got it's not all gone. It's like an antidepressant in a way. You know, it's kind of it doesn't take it away. No. But it just gives you a bit of relief just for yeah. that half hour that you're out. And so yeah. the thing that you're worried about is more manageable when you come back. Yeah. And sometimes it can, like most of the time, I think if there are things, if there's, if there are real things going on in your brain that can't be solved just by a run, because I'm definitely not sort of trivializing those things. But I do think that for me, sometimes it's even more than just a release kind of in that moment. That can be the difference in my day between it's it's a good day or a bad day. Yeah. And waking up and going, it's going to be a good day. I did that a lot over lockdown and didn't do anything about it. I just went, it's going to be a good day. And then I did all of the things that I would usually do. And then I'd go to bed in the evening and go, why wasn't it a good day again? <laughs> and I think waking up and realizing that that's because I need to decide to do various things that can not always completely solve it, but can contribute to making it more likely to be a good day at the end of the day. And going for a run is definitely one of them. Any exercise, yeah, yoga as well. Like running is the thing that I really enjoy for, as we said, that kind of goal orientated, really pushing myself forward thing. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel powerful and cool and great. Um, apart from when I catch myself in a shop window, obviously, um, but in my head, but 
stuff like yoga and you know I've been I've been going to those spin classes again at the gym which oh my gosh is amazing to actually leave the house and go to another building to exercise and then come home that I think those things might not have the same kind of you know structure or goal to them but they can mean that I spring home with joy rather than plodding Mm. home if that makes sense yeah it does it does I think I think for me that there's like the kind of there's a double whammy when it comes to kind of like mental health support there's the kind of the the sort of a daily plod Mm. or like you know three or four weekly plod um and and that enables me to kind of clear my head as opposed to kind of you know do anything else but also I think alongside that having I've I've really enjoyed having a goal Mm. so having the London Marathon last year I think really helped my summer in terms of you know I like to be in control of stuff and Mm. I like to not have questions about stuff and knowing that I had to fit in those runs every week for the training was was great for me and also it gives me a goal and I think I think um I think there's another thing in the mix here, which is because I think where you and I are probably similar and do correct me if I'm wrong, is that perhaps th- that we weren't the sporty ones at school particularly. Oh, definitely not correcting you yeah. there. I was <laughs> so, like Mrs. Picked last. Likewise. Yeah. You know, I was the wheezy kid at the back. And yeah. I think, um, you know, that it's quite difficult to reframe yourself as a sporty person because that's that's the other people right that's all these other people that's these kind of you know live young amazing fit people who could climb the ropes and leap the horsey thing whatever it is basically be able to do a cartwheel Mm -hmm. and I, i see this at the moment with um with my daughter and and she is she's not the fastest she had her sports day yesterday very sweet very oh. sweet um she's not but fast so ptsd oh no i'm trivializing a genuine thing in an episode where we're talking about mental health but genuine some trauma there oh, when sports sports day. Yeah. From my own i know but it's, <sighs> it's so hard for me somewhat for someone who where sports day was an app, something that i dreaded um and i, I was talking to dave about it yesterday because i was talking about it was less to do with the individual races where I would have come last anyway, sort of mm. egg and spoon and sack race and stuff. It was more to do the ones where other people were reliant on you. So like relay races. Oh, yes. I was saying that the other day. We were watching the football and I haven't watched sport in ages because I've not been particularly interested, but I've been overexcited about the Euros for some yeah, reason yeah. <laughs> and because it is quite exciting. And we were watching it the other day and I was like, oh my God, can you imagine the stress yeah. that these people feel that not only, because I remember feeling that in just like netball or something when I was a mm. child, that if I was the only person who didn't catch the ball and it ruined a, yeah. I don't know, potential goal that was going to happen yeah. or something, yeah. that I would just beat myself about it for hours afterwards imagine that on a national scale yeah, exactly exactly on a worldwide potentially scale yeah, yeah in fact, it probably is isn't the it the stress of it the stress of letting other people down oh, or, 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 kind of, or letting yourself down but in front of an audience of people and yeah. 
Um, I yeah, think that about... might be the worst for me. I have a very strong memory of letting almost every goal in playing hockey with a little like local team as a child. And um, yeah, I was for some reason the goalie. I think I'd done a bit of a fluke. And in the practice, I'd managed to save a few goals and they were like, oh, go on. Okay, she can be the goalie. And I let so many in and I remember all of the kind of like mums and dads that were watching laughing and like oh, no. being like it was awful it was awful and ever since then I've just if I feel like I'm not going to be good at something and I'm going to let people down then I'd rather just not do it than give it a go and realize that it is only just a game and everybody's just gonna carry on with their lives yes and so and, which is right I am exactly exactly the same and so like even now were a group of grown-ups at camping say to suggest oh let's play a game of rounders or uh, let's do this no please my idea of hell <laughs> yeah so i i back off slowly and go i'll just go and make the tea um and so it kind of but i realize that that's you know it, it is that kind of us and them thing so yeah. we are the non-sporty guys they are the sporty yes. guys and the the sporty guys the guys that were that were good at school and stuff or have been good at some things they're they're much more have a go aren't they because their fear of failure is is lower they've not necessarily had that experience of being laughed at by like four dads in barber jackets (laughs) (laughs) oh is she gonna let a 12th goal in (laughs) oh my gosh awful but I do think that that that's such a true I'd never thought about that but I automatically have a bit of an aversion to people who love rounders a genuine (laughs) thing that I still have in my adult life where my friends are sort of separated into the people who would like to play rounders if we go to the beach. And I love those people and I still want to hang out with them all the time. But I'm always slightly aware there's a little bit of anxiety in me that's slightly aware that they're those kind of people and that's probably going to be on the cards and Mm -hmm. I'm going to find it a bit anxiety-inducing. And then I've got my friends who absolutely loathe the idea of that and I I know that if we're going to the beach or the park or whatever, that there will be many gin and tonics and chats and... That sort of Lying thing, yeah, down. exactly. So it's that. It, that's the kind of thing. That's, and that's where I was kind of getting to with trying to have a conversation with. It's very difficult to have a conversation with, you know, a six-year-old who, you know, it, it, her attention span is, I have to say, utterly rubbish. So, <laughs> you know, I'll start sort of saying, "Well, the thing is, Felix, it's more about, you know, and you sort of remember what it is that your mum said to you when you were, you know, it's all mm-hmm. about joining in. It's all about this." And, you know, um, and I've kind of, I've changed that now. So what I talk to her about to kind of swing it back to the kind of mental health thing is to talk about how it makes her feel. Because I know yeah. that she loves moving her body. She loves doing these kind of ludicrous cartwheels and things and pretty good handstands, actually. Mm. But she loves doing things like that. And she loves skipping. When she's moving from one place to another place, she skips. So she looks joyful. So I, I'm, I sort of... You know, but but she was saying on the way to school, she said, "I'm not fast. This this girl's faster than me. This girl's faster than me. I'm always the slowest." And um, like my first thought is to kind of give her some tactics, like stop moving your elbows so much, and maybe your yeah. legs might. <laughs> She's all elbow. She's all out here. Um, <laughs> but 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 what I what I've eventually was saying to her was just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Yeah. No, no one no one's bothered it might be lovely to win a, a, the gold sticker 
if you came first and 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 hurrah for them that do but yeah maybe maybe you're like maybe you're the most stylish runner this my my mum used to say to me you're a stylish swimmer oh but but in brackets that meant very slow yeah I was not very good that's another very uh, scarring experience from my childhood actually was being sort of peer pressured into a swimming gala and coming last and everything and knowing the whole time that I was only doing it because I wanted to make other people happy and that I really was did not want to be in the swimming gala yeah um why do they call them galas I remember being in swimming galas and it makes it sound as though it's going to be this joyful experience rather than actually kind of really really terrifying and oh, so terrifying lots of near drowning experiences lots of drowning experiences <laughs> having to wear a swimming costume in front of, in front all of the school yeah oh gosh did oh, not yeah. enjoy that not fun so it's kind but of I, I think this just thinking about you framing it like that to Felix that I think that I really would have had a completely different because my relationship with sport is sport in school which I hated and I didn't really like taking part in it. And I stopped doing as many of those things as soon as I could, as soon as I was allowed to not have to be in the netball team or ever anymore than I stopped. Um, and then I have sport post that time. I didn't really do any sport in when I was in uni. I think I used to go for like the occasional run, but that was very much like a vanity thing rather than mm. a um, actual enjoying the exercise thing. And then I have post post-education relationship with exercise which I think because of taking away that competitive element it's suddenly not anymore about like who is the coolest person in the class because they're really good at sport or who is going to be who do all the boys fancy because they're in the a team or whatever mm-hmm. that like as soon as it kind of stopped becoming like a weird sort of hierarchical thing where I felt so much pressure to either be amazing or just not put myself out there at all in the first place and it just became about me and how I felt and I think that's why I hadn't really connected anything to do with my mental health or because my association before really was sport to be honest was actually probably quite negative for my mental health because yeah. I was only using it as a sort of playing field of where I sat amongst yeah. other people, if that yeah. makes sense. And if, you're, and if that's at school, me. then where you sit is quite low down, isn't it? If you're a person like me, mm. because if you are the one that's always picked last, then you see yourself as, as a failure that, and a failure that won't get any better. Exactly. I think. Um, and so there is definitely, it's so difficult to get rid of the little schoolgirl in us all. Mm. And, and if you are that kind of, you know, if you are the wheezy person at the back, it's really difficult to kind of to get rid of her voice, which is, I I am not fast, I am not good, mm-hmm. um, and I I desperately don't want Felix to have that voice, and I want her to just enjoy, move like she does football now, and so does her brother, so does Ted, and she's I think she's got a bit of a talent for it, but and and he has slightly less so, but but I just want them to in, enjoy move I don't want them to be pressured I don't want to be standing there at nine o'clock in the morning on a Saturday in the rain forcing them to do football I want them to be dragging us to. out you yeah. know and to just say oh, I just want to have a kick about I want to do this and the other I don't care if they muck around during the football session I don't care if they you know if she runs the other way during sports day mm-hmm. I just want her to enjoy what her body does and I want us to do the same thing I think and to not be so and that's why the 10k on the 15th of August, yes, absolutely. I don't want you 
to have running as punishment. Mm, I want you to have running as reward. This is the thing that rewards and kind of enriches your life. Yeah. It isn't the thing that's going to make you feel anxious or worried or, um, or, or scared about a particular day. It's, it, I want the 15th of August to be a really lovely, I mean, this is famous last words because every time I say this, it's, I, I know that we going, I had a really time. time and I ran Why? too fast. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, yeah, that's, it's all part of it, isn't it? It's, there's a part of me that still needs to work a little bit on reframing my relationship with exercise and it not being, yeah, that I, I speak quite negatively to myself sometimes when I exercise and that, I think a lot of that comes from feeling like, yeah, that small child that wasn't, that desperately wanted to be good at sport because I liked people and I wanted to make people happy mm-hmm. and I wanted to be on the team and be in the mix with people. And I just couldn't be as good at rounders as, I don't know. I have actually got names in my head that I was going to be like, it's her, but I, I know. won't. I was just thinking that I was going to list some people. The yeah, really good ones, and I thought, I'm, I best not. <laughs> and I'm bear in mind, this is 30 years that, ago, and I'm still yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> the children who are probably now married that scarred me for life because they didn't pick me first. But I do think that I need to kind of work work around that and and not not treat that yeah, that when I'm running, I'm allowed to talk nicely to myself. I don't have to be the very, very best, even in competition with myself. I might be having a day like I had with the Vitality 10K that mm. that was not my fastest 10K time by a long way. And I felt really crap about it. Even that whole idea of you're your own competition, not always. Sometimes you're just having a run and it's for fun and you're not you're not nothing is a competition nothing is about trying to be the best or be mm-hmm. not the worst which is in fact more what I have my complex around is just not being the worst because I don't want everyone to look at me being the worst um that yeah that's it's it's about it's about the joy isn't it it's about the joy it's mm. about the joy I spoke to someone completely unrelated a couple of days ago who isn't a runner and um, was saying, oh, what do you, you know, what do you do? Like, where do you go? And what do you do? And I, I sort of, I can't remember how I boiled it down precisely, but I said, sometimes it's nice to leave the house when everyone else is asleep. Mm. And to, and I, I'm out for, you know, 45 minutes usually. Um, and I quite like it when it's like February or when it's November. So it's still quite dark, but not not dark dark I like that because what happens then is in the duration of my run the world appears to wake up yeah I've been away from everything and I listen to a book and this person said that sounds nice and I said yeah you know it is mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it's not really nice oh I'm, ru- I'm running mm-hmm. I'm trying to I'm training for a marathon I'm training for this and the other. it's not talking about that it's just talking about being in the moment and enjoying yeah. that 45 minutes oh I really feel like I'll have unlocked running running goddess sort of mode if I can get to that point because I still feel like I slightly need the carrot or much more appropriately what did we decide earlier well you said roast dinner and I said carrot cake but yeah yeah, (laughs) or both in one after Mm -hmm. the other absolutely I think I need that 
on the stick a little bit at the moment in the form of a race because I need I need to be held accountable a bit mm-hmm. because deciding to go running is never that fun unless maybe there are people in the world who genuinely get up and are like I'm so excited to run I can't wait but for me it's something that I've got to slightly trick myself into doing where if I put my if I put my running kit on first thing when I wake up because usually you know I'm a bit more of a kind of lunchtimey runner that if I put my running kit first thing when I wake up then I'll do a morning of work and I'll go oh god I'm in my leggings well I should probably make the most of that and mm-hmm. then I'll go outside and go for a bit of a run so I have to slightly trick myself but I but I, I and it really helps to have a goal I think to kind of convince myself to keep going but if I can get to a stage where I'm I'm aware enough in my brain of the power that that run will give me mm-hmm. being so much greater in 45 minutes time than the 10 minutes that I'll feel good about my choice of I'm going to sack it off and watch Love Island, <laughs> then I then I'll be winning. Yeah, well, yeah. you are winning. You are winning. I mean, we're deciding to go, and that's yeah, because exactly. And and I'm also watching Love Island at the same time. And when you I are go. also watching Love Island. <laughs> you're, I mean, basically, you are smashing life. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily into in sort of 2019, what I would have considered smashing life, but. After a year of only being inside, a bit of running and watching Love Island sounds absolutely dreamy. Oh, isn't that lovely. <laughs> isn't that lovely? I like that. I like that very much. <laughs> Come back next time for some Olympics-shaped chat and also to train with Holly and I for our next race in August. This podcast was recorded over Zoom. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe, that way you won't miss the next episode. Podcast listeners get the best discount we have for membership to Women's Running, which is 35% off. That's less than two ninety five a month. And for that, you get our brilliant magazine and you also get loads of money off the sorts of stuff you love, like kit, nutrition and class memberships. Go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRPod at the checkout for your discount. Happy running. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.